What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 215, and it's another one of our patent pending revisited episodes where we take another look at a game we covered back in the baby days of Remember the Game because I fucking hate those episodes. And I think most of those games are great and they deserve a second chance. Uh, We started doing this all the way back on episode number 105 with Super Mario World. We've done it every 10 episodes since. 115, 125, 135. You see the pattern there. And the tradition continues this week as we're going back to my precious precious Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo. We we covered this bad boy all the way back on episode 10 and now 205 episodes, like four years of full pandemic. My, my beard was one color the first time we covered Mega Man X. It has been a long fucking time and it is finally back for a second course. Anyone that listens to this show with any regularity probably knows I'm, I'm a pretty big Mega Man fan and Mega Man X is my absolute favorite of the bunch. I love 99.9% of this game. I love everything about this game minus one jump. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll explain it on today's episode. Also, uh, I will say that this is one of, if not, maybe the only, I I don't want to say the only, but certainly there's not a lot of these episodes of remember the game, uh, where I actually, Maybe sound semi-knowledgeable. I get into a little bit of strategy, and I actually know what I'm talking about with this. I suck at most video games, but I think I'm pretty good at this one. I have played Mega Man X so many times. It is like Super Mario World to me. I actually think I said that during our game chat, that this is like my Super Mario World of Mega Man games. Um, My guest this week is Old Faithful himself, Mr. Bradley McHugh, and we went through the few lows and almost infinite highs that make up Mega Man X, and both of us agreed that it's just a borderline flawless game and we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of being borderline flawless it's time for another edition of the remember the game infamous intro and if you're new to the podcast welcome aboard consider this your warning our intros are kind of long but they're fun now and they're not nearly oh wait i forgot to oh no so every week on my note i knew i forgot something in my notes i don't write every word out that i'm gonna say I usually make bullet points, I copy out some Patreon comments I want to read, and then I just let my brain and my mouth kind of take me from point A to point B. But I usually write out some stupid thing where I say our intros are kind of long, but they're fun, and then I have a dumb example of what they are, and I forgot to do it this week. I still have last week's, they're not nearly as long as Metroid's passwords. I I mean, I guess that still applies, because I don't have anything else. I dropped the- our intro is better than I am at writing the notes for our intro. There it is. Done. Uh, if you do want to skip it, though, go to about the 30-minute mark, and you'll hear Mega Man music, and you'll be into the chat. But hang around. They're fun. We talk video games and stuff. I have to get the plugs out of the way. This is how I pay the bills. We have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, tank tops, all rocking art drawn by my man Joe from 4545creative.com. You can find all of our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested. It is a great way to support us here at Remember the Game. And, of course, if, you don't, if you're like, ah, close... Not for me. I get it. I understand. Uh, You can always just support us on Patreon because it's about the greatest value in the history of the internet. For just $2 a month, you get two additional podcasts every fucking week. You get exclusive access to my gaming news podcast, Game Patch, every Friday where I look at all the biggest news in modern video games and I added my opinions and some profanity and stuff. And you also get access to Expansion Pass every Thursday, which is a different video game show every week. We do video game rankings. We look back at characters and consoles. We do some comedy episodes 
episodes. There's modern game reviews. Uh, this past week on Expansion Pass, it was actually our third entry into our Video Game Confessions trilogy. And if you don't know, we've done this each of the last three years. I've given our Patreons a chance to sound off and admit their dark gaming shames. It usually just turns into a comedy roast where I lose my temper and start lighting everybody up for the horrible things that they've done. And I gotta say, I they are absolutely some of the, absolute, the most popular episodes of our Expansion Pass library. So this week it was episode 3, the third edition. And as is becoming tradition here in the infamous intro, here is a sneak peek of that episode of Expansion Pass, Gamer Confessions Part 3. Too old for hard mode. I struggled with the transition to SNES and later controllers because I played my... Oh my god. Because I played my NES with my index finger and middle finger. On A and B instead of my thumb. Oh, you! Oh, God! Choking on my own rage here. You are the worst. Too old for hard mode. That any of you freaks that play with an NES controller and use two of your like index and middle fingers instead of your thumbs, you are freaks. We talked about that not too long ago. You are freaks, and I don't like it. And you're not too old for hard mode. You're not good enough. For hard mode. That's your fucking problem. That's disgusting. Unbelievable. Stupid Sexy Flanders says, Hi, I'm Flanders, and I can't beat games on normal difficulty or higher. It's easy or casual, or it's a no-go. <laughs> that you just, That's just pathetic. So that episode is now available in our archives to all of our Patreons, and this week... For Expansion Pass number 129, we're doing something a little bit different. I, uh, I asked four of my regular guests, Mark McHugh, David Ray, Mike the Ref, and Bradley McHugh, to all join me for the first ever Remember the Game draft. Each of those guys drafted 10 NES games, fantasy football style, with the hope of convincing our listeners that they drafted the best lineup. Our patrons will have a chance to vote for who assembled the best lineup of games after the episode goes live, and we'll be donating $100 to the charity of the winner's choice. I did not draft myself. I just served as the host slash moderator. And I hope you all enjoy this episode because I, I th it's one of my favorite episodes of Expansion Pass we've ever recorded. I thought it was a lot of fun. So that'll be available tomorrow to all of our patrons. And again, two bucks gets you access to that, two additional shows a week, and instant access to over 200 archived episodes. Plus, access to our Remember the Game Discord, which is at almost 800 members now, I think. The chance to vote on our Patreon poll at the end of every month. It's coming up right away. The ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts. You can DM with me and... And you get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest patrons. Here we go. I've been really bad at these lately. McGrathen, Bryce Fails, Heman Demon, Queef Beef, Raunchy Pilot, Welcome Thrill House in all capitals, Mike Blaster Masters, Jake Coppadice, James Senabria, Eaz, Gary Zelinsky, Alexander Stephen Hughes Rison. That sounds like a royalty name. Derek Cox, Jason Daniels, Rob Baron Barongi, Barongi, Dakota Guy, Doug Robinette, Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper, Jeremy Bell, Canchiostinalis Treasure. That's as close as I'm getting. Charles Barry, Willie V, Eli Gonzalez, Matthew Masters, Mr. Vintendo, Tom Houlihan, not to be confused with Hot Lips Houlihan from MASH. I love that show. Codal Condom. Yeah, I said that one right. Codal Condom. 
William Burns, Dish, Ted Explosion, and Carpet Static. Thank you all so much for the support and welcome to Remember the Game Industries. Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. And to wrap up that sales pitch, do not forget 5% of our Patreon every month is being donated to the Stollery Children's Hospital in December as part of my 24-hour charity stream. We're at almost $2,000 already. And we're now offering annual memberships. And if you sign up for an annual membership at any Patreon tier, you get the 12th month free. Fuck yeah. And finally, you can find me on Twitch. If you're interested, my schedule is completely irrational and I just hop on there whenever I can. But it's twitch.tv slash member the game if you want to come by and hang out. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment blowing in the cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. Let's blow our first blower this week is Adam Stanley, great name, who wrote in and said, Hey, sir, with the announcement that they're remastering Suikoden, I was curious of your thoughts on character rosters. How much is too much and what game did it best? With Suikoden having 60 and Chrono Cross having 40, I feel like it has to be somewhere closer to like 10 or so. Thank you and have a good one. Uh, thanks, Adam. Yeah, if you don't know, and we're going to get more into that on Game Patch on Friday for Patreons. Uh, Patreon.com slash member the game. I'm not going to do that. I, I feel so weird. I feel so weird plugging Patreon outside of the intro, but... I it's I'm not I don't want to be that guy. But anyway, uh, we are going to get more into this on Game Patch this week. But yeah, if you didn't see it, uh, it's been announced that they are remastering Suikoden One and Two and going to be releasing sometime next year on everything. Uh, you know what? This is I can kill two birds with one stone here. I will answer your question, Adam. But just quickly, I do get asked semi regularly if I'm ever going to review the Suikoden games. The answer is probably not. And let me explain why. I've tried Suikoden Two for the podcast, and I see the brilliance of it. But I'm not great at JRPGs. I don't love JRPGs. And I don't like giant parties. To kind of tie this into Adam's... I just don't enjoy having to balance a giant... Ro- I don't... I hate that fucking part. So I got a little into Suikoden and saw how many people I could uh, recruit. And I was like, this just is not for me. So you don't have to write in and try to convince me. I'm not dunking on your game. I don't think I can do it justice and give it a good podcast. So I'm not going to play it. I don't want to play it. I don't think I'm going to review it. It's just too big of a roster. So now to answer your question, Adam, I agree. I've always said as much as I like Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, and I do think it's a great game. Uh, I don't, I prefer two slash four because I don't like having to balance a roster of like a dozen, 15, whatever amount of people it is. Um, I, you don't want to know the truth. And maybe this isn't a popular opinion. I prefer RPGs where I can't rotate my teammates. Uh, I like, that's part of the reason I like final fantasy two slash four so much. You have five team, uh, members of your team and the game decides when somebody's leaving and somebody else comes in. I wish more games were like that. Uh, so five members, four members in Earthbound, which is another one of my favorite RPGs. Uh, Super Mario RPG has five. I, I like small, personally. Uh, if, if you want my maximum, I mean, I guess I don't have a definitive, but I, I would say 10. Give or take around 10. You know, that Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, and I don't remember exactly how many party members you have in those games, but getting upwards toward 10. That's that's it for me. I I fucking... Dude, my least favorite part of JRPGs is getting into a village with like... Uh, and then having to go to like the the weapon and armor store and fucking go through like thirty people and find their equipment. I, it's like Pokemon. I have my team of six, and I don't even care who I catch afterwards. You're probably not making the cut. I like I keep it small, keep it simple, stupid. I like a smaller team. 
Uh, thanks, Adam. Astro Alpica wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, would you rather A, cuddle with Pyramid Head from Silent Hill 2 for a night, B, go grocery shopping with Navi from Ocarina of Tim, or C, perform stand-up comedy in front of an oddest full of Titus clones from Final Fantasy X? I would rather D, drink a entire bottle of bleach. Those all sound terrible. If I have to pick one... Mm, I'm going to go with stand-up comedy in front of an audience full of Titus clones because I could just bomb on purpose and just light them all up and make fun of them for how their dad hated them and stuff. Uh, I fucking... I hate Titus. Uh, Pyramid Head, I've never actually played Silent Hill 2, but that thing terrifies me. And Navi is the worst. Navi would be a second, though. Uh, but I'll take the comedy in front of Titus and just light them up. And and then I would try to talk Blitzball because I like Blitzball. Tom Houlihan. I have no idea if that last name is anything to do with Hot Lips Houlihan from MASH, but I just, I grew up loving MASH, watching it with my dad. I can't hear that name and not think of Hot Lips. But anyways, uh, Tom wrote in and said, finally, it's my turn to blow in the cartridge. Honestly, I've been so excited to write on here that I don't know what to say now. Adam, do you have a main website that you stick to for walkthroughs or you just pick whatever from a Google search? Also, do you prefer text or video-based walkthroughs? I prefer text with pictures myself. Thank you. Come again. Uh, thanks, Tom, and welcome to the team. I, I do usually go just Google search. I don't have a particular website. I'll, I try to get as specific as possible because I hate looking shit up. So if I have to look shit up, I want to get a specific, like, you know, if I'm like, oh, I don't know how to deal with the ladder puzzle in these yellow uh this yellow warehouse with the you know i'll i'll try to type it in as specifically as possible uh i do prefer video though yeah i prefer short video clips that's my favorite thing is when i go to google and i type in where i'm stuck and then i click the videos and there's like a one minute video segment just showing me how to do it Mwah. god bless all of the people that take time to put those videos up on youtube because that is my preference through and through although i will say there's something to be said for old school gaming faqs I, anyone that grew up in that area, you know, you know, you know. Uh, thanks for writing in, Tom. DevLoveX wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, so with The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm going with Tears. I think if they confirmed that it's Tears, I think they have. Uh, with The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom coming out next year, my hype levels are through the roof, so I have a question related to this game. What kind of things would you add to this, to Breath of the Wild, to make it better without going too far and taking away what made the game so amazing in the first place? It's a fine line, in my opinion, and I don't envy the developers who have to follow up such an acclaimed masterpiece of a video game. Sorry if my comment is too long. Uh, you're good, DevLove. Uh, as far as answering your question, so I don't want to take shit for this. I'm just going to get it out there. I I don't dislike Breath of the Wild, but it is not... Like, we did an episode of Expansion Pass where I named my 100 favorite games of all time. Breath of the Wild did not make my 100 favorite games of all time. I don't think it's in my top five Zelda games. It's not bad. I'm not one of those people that hates it that's like, it's not a Zelda game. And I, if you feel that way, that's fine. But like... With no particular ordering or thought put into it, my top five Zelda games are probably Link to the Past, Link Between Worlds, uh, Oracle of Seasons, Wind Waker, and uh, probably Link's Awakening. Would probably I prefer 2D. That said, I thought Breath of the Wild was fine. You know what I would fucking change more than anything? The first thing I would change in that game is I would make the weapons more durable. Because I fucking hated that. I fucking hated it. I hated the weapons constantly breaking. I would also uh, make it an option to just cook in a menu without having to do the individual cooking one recipe at a time. Like you could just say, I want to make five of these and then click and it's done. You don't have to watch the stupid animation. Um, I mean, other than that, I I, I kind of, I, I liked what Zelda did. I, I don't think I would change, but I agree with you. I don't envy the developers at all. 
Um, I, I mean, I yeah, I. I know some people are probably listening to this and yelling that you want to see it go back to the traditional Zelda of like seven big dungeons with puzzles and stuff. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I did enjoy looking for all of the little shrines and figuring out how to solve them. So maybe if they could find a way to combine the two, but, uh, th those, honestly, those are my big things. I, I haven't put a lot. I don't know. I don't know what else I'd want to change, but my biggest thing is stop breaking fucking weapons after like 10 swings and let me skip through recipes so I don't have to do that over and over again. But I also want to say I agree with you, Dev Love. I've thought about that before, too. I I would argue Breath of the Wild 2 or Tears of the Kingdom, whatever you want to call it. If it's it's may not be may not be the most anticipated sequel of all time, but it is up there. And expectations are are through the fucking roof for that game. And I would not want to be in charge of trying to reach them either. I 100 percent agree. That sounds like a no win. Like I I I can say no win because I bet you it'll they'll pull it off. But I I wouldn't want to be the one making the decisions on that game. Fuck no, just for the love of Christ, let wet let a fucking it's a goddamn steel sword. Let me swing it more than eight times, please. Fucking please. Ah, oh, fucking Nintendo. Uh, thanks, Dev Love. Normal Normie said pancakes or waffles. Uh, if I'm making them pancakes, if I'm eating them waffles. Making waffles is a pain in the ass, but they're so much more satisfying to eat. Uh, Pete'sworth wrote in and said, Hey Adam, I'm not sure if you've already addressed this before, but how do you find the motivation to play through so many video games while not getting burned the fuck out? While myself and the community adore video games, I find myself getting into ruts from time to time, where I don't have any interest or pleasure playing anything. I cycle through my library like I'm on Netflix, and when I fire something up, I'm left with disappointment and immediately close the game out unsatisfied. Have you gone through something like this? If so, do you have any advice for how to get back that joy? Maybe I'm just being a weenie hut junior and need to suck it up. Thanks for the awesome content. Cheers. I've never never heard someone call themselves a weenie hut junior but i like i'm taking that pete's word thank you oh uh, yeah i go through that a lot um truth be told i've kind of talked about it a little bit on a couple of my uh uh streams and stuff since i since the podcast took off like i this has become my job and when i'm not recording a lot of time i'm playing games for the show and there are times where i don't i just i'm like I don't listen. I'm not trying to sound like I'm not grateful for this job. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Remember the game has given me and everything, but like a hobby has become work. And there are times where I'm like, I, I just want to play fucking Tetris or go back and just play through the Mario games again. But I'm like, I can't cause I need to be plugging away at the backlog for the podcast and getting more done. So I, I definitely run into that. And then when I do have time to play something that I want to play, I've played so many games for the show that I'm like, I am burned out. So I actually, my advice to you and anyone else that's struggling with that, cause I have been there. I'm, I get there a lot. Uh, is just take some time away from games. Like when I get burned out on games, when I'm not playing them for the show, uh, I, I play poker or I play chess or I read. Um, I, or I, I, I don't mean this like in a joking way, but I go outside. Like I go for a bike ride or something. I, I just take some time away from them because I, I like, I agree with you. Like once it starts to feel like work and I mean that for just anyone that plays them for fun, not so much for work like I do, but like once they start to feel like you just feel obligated, you're like, Oh, my backlog is so big. I can't, I don't feel like playing anything, but I feel like I have to play something. You're kind of defeating the purpose. So if you're burnt out on them, just step away for a couple of weeks, step away for a couple of weeks altogether. And then just wait till it organically comes back and you got that hankering. That's what my recommendation would be. Uh, that's what I try to do. I'm kind of doing that right now. 
I just finished. I'll get into this when I talk about what I'm playing. I just finished The Last of Us Part 1, and I'm currently working on Grand Theft Auto 4 for the show, and I just feel kind of burnt out on games. So I do play Grand Theft Auto 4 during the day when I have time because I, I want to get it done for the show. But I haven't been playing as much games in the evening lately. I've been reading a lot more and playing a lot of poker and just like online and just kind of not 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 playing games. And it's kind of it keeps me from running the tank down to dry to empty. That's all. Uh, and finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. Oh, and someone new, uh, which is cool. Thank you for joining the community. Was like, dude, that sounds like uh, video and arcade top ten. That's exactly where I stole it from. And actually, if you go back in the archives, about a hundred episodes ago, I interviewed Nicholas Pickless the former host of Video and Arcade Top 10. That's one of my favorite episodes ever, too. That was a trip. Uh, but it is letter time. Chris Pynchon wrote in and said, The NES is over 35 years old and has memorable games like Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, etc. What games from the modern era do you think will have a lasting impression 35 years from now? I love this discussion. I, I can't remember if we've dedicated a full episode of Expansion Pass to this or not. If we haven't, I know it's on my ideas list. I would definitely like to. I put a lot of thought into this answer. And to me, the two, and you can roll your eyes and get mad. I don't care. I'm telling you, the two games that I think will have a lasting impression, number one by far is Minecraft. And I don't care if you like Minecraft or not. Anyone that doesn't think that like in the grand scope of gaming, Minecraft isn't going to go down as one of the all-time greats is lying. It's You're wrong. You don't have to like it. That's fine. It is going to go down. As an entire generation was raised on Minecraft, just like an entire generation was raised on Super Mario Brothers. So that was number one for me, no question. I would argue Fortnite is probably up there as well. I don't love Fortnite, but I definitely see the appeal. And again, there's a whole generation of new gamers being raised on it. It's going to be one of their big games. Those are the big two that jump out at me. A couple of the other ones are like I would... Unless people are mad about all the monetization and the re-releases and stuff, I would think Grand Theft Auto V probably goes down as an all-time 35 years from now classic. I think Red Dead Redemption 2 probably does. I think The Last of Us, and I'm biased because I love that game, but I think it might go down as one of those. Breath of the Wild probably does, even though it's not for me. I think it probably falls into that classification as well. Um... Those I would argue that those are I mean maybe God of War 2018 is considered one of those. It's so hard to like look back and be like that's a game that in 35 years people will still be talking about. To me the the two that I I have no doubt in my mind are Minecraft and Fortnite. And then if I had to pick a third one, uh, it actually would probably be Red Dead Redemption 2. Would probably those would probably be my if I and then probably Breath of the Wild. If those would be the ones that I would I would put money on is locks that like 35 years from now, people will talk about those as as all time. And I'm sure I forgot some and people are yelling at their fucking like, listen, I love Hades. I love Hollow Knight. You know, I I, I mean, I, I go to Tsushima, Resident Evil 2 remake, Final Fantasy 7 remake. Like there's lots of Deathloop I loved. Metroid Dread was rad. Like there's tons. But I, I to me, Minecraft and Fortnite are locks to be all-time greats and red dead 2 and breath of the wild are pretty close and then i'll i'll throw last of us in there at number five just to round out the five that i think are going to stand the test of time okay we got to move on that was a long answer thank you chris thank you to everybody that wrote in this week we're getting like 70 blows in the cartridge a week now i read six so if you're not getting read i'm sorry keep trying i will promise I, I try to get to as many as i can and feel free to dm me on patreon if you're submitting comments i'll answer any question you got okay let's switch things up and let's get into our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries play one remake one erase one
And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third is erased from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. I'll tell you what it is in a second. And this week, because we're talking Mega Man X, I went with three additional Mega Man games. I have three of the more oddball. Not oddball, but special. Not main... Anyway, Mega Man Legends for the original PlayStation, Mega Man Battle Network for the GBA, and Mega Man X Command Mission, which I think it was on PS2. I played it on GameCube. It might have been on PS2 as well. I'm not sure. But anyways, 47% of you said you'd play Mega Man Battle Network, remake Mega Man Legends, and erase Mega Man X Command Mission. That's a big chunk of the listeners, but I kind of don't disagree. Let's see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Skylar Baird wrote in and said, play Battle Network because it was fun and simple. Remake Legends because that world redone and remade would be phenomenal. And Erase Command Mission because I've never played it. One of the few Mega Man games that I can say that about. P.S. Adam, if you play Ape Escape for the podcast, I'll cry tears of joy for a week. I love you. No one has ever said they love me before. I think Molly would if she could talk, my dog, but no one's ever said that. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, normally I dunk on people for erasing a game they've never played, but if you really like Battle Network and Legends, I can live with that. And frankly, I'll get into my thoughts on Command Mission in a minute, but I wanted to like that game a lot more than I did. And as far as Ape Escape goes, I've never played it. It's not easy to get your hands on because you can't even add it to your PS Classic because it doesn't have the analogs. But I did just happen to upgrade my PS Plus on my PS5 to the PS Plus... Uh, premium level and it is one of the classic games and it may or may not have been downloaded on my ps5 doesn't mean i'm playing it yet but it may or may not have been downloaded it was it was downloaded uh, max renault said all right play command mission i didn't play it back then and i could have missed out on a dope game remake legends out of all three games this is the one that could benefit the most out of a current gen remake or the current gen capabilities pardon me and erase battle network one had to go and in this case this also i was never a fan of the battle network series to begin with uh, I, now listen, more than anything, I want to just say, and you're going to hear, I guess I'm kind of spoiling my answers, but I, uh, absolutely 1 billion percent agree with Max there of these three games, PS one games can just always use a remake. It doesn't even like, yes, they can. I, I get, I get that logic for sure. Salmon avocado roll said play command mission. Cause I don't believe I have, and I'm down to give any game a fair chance. That's the right answer. Remake battle network. I played this series all the time as a kid. I have fond memories of having lunchtime link cable battles with my friends at school. Keep the gameplay as it is. Just update the graphics and animations and do not add voice acting. I actually agree with that too. And erase Mega Man legends. I've tried to like this game since I was young, but I could never get into it by the rules. One has to go. I actually have nothing to... You, you didn't go with the order I would go with Salmon Avocado Roll, but I have no beef with a single aspect of your comment. So you get a you get an A-. minus. Well done. Blade said, Battle Network is a fantastic game as it is, warts and all, so play it. Legends is still a great experience, but it needs an update to its control scheme, and it needs a third game in the series to remake it. And Command Mission has its positives, but if it didn't exist, it wouldn't be the greatest loss in Mega Man history. It hurts that I have to say it, as less Axel in my life is always a negative. You know what, Blade? I don't disagree with that either, because I'm shocked at how many people don't even know what Mega Man X Command Mission is. And if you don't know, it was like a Mega Man RPG. I'll get into it in my answers. But I just, I really thought more people knew of this game. And a lot of people wrote in saying they'd never played it, didn't really know what it was. And finally, Man Keegs is cool, wrote in. And I disagree with that because, you know, you know you're cool when you have to put yourself being cool in your fucking handle. But Keegs said, I usually only vote without commenting, but this is a good one. All three of these games are up there. I got a play command mission. I love RPGs, so to get one with X and Zero is dope. Remake Mega Man Legends. These games were super fun dungeon crawlers with a Mega Man twist and a great cast of characters. And that leaves a racing battle network. It sucks, but the first 
first in the series was really rough. And with my rules, the rest of the much better games in the series are still there. And that's the thing. A lot of people ask me, if you erase a game, you erase the series. There is no answer. It's all up to you. If you erase a game, you're taking the chance that nothing else changes or you're taking the chance that everything changes. So I, I dislike your handle, but I like your logic, Keegs. Well done. Uh, I'm torn this week for my answer personally because I hate erasing or remaking games that I've never played, but I've never played Battle Network or Legends. And one of them's got to get remade and one of them has to get played. And I just think a PS1 game needs a remake more than a GBA game does. So I think I actually have to go with the 47% of you, as does Woo Guy8286, who says, I would simply play Battle Network because it's good as it is, remake Legends because modern graphics and mechanics are making an epic game more epic, and unfortunately, erase Command Station because I have no attachment to it. Why I read your comment, Woo Guy, is because you said you had no attachment to the game and then got its name wrong. It's Command Mission, and you called it Command Station, and I'm sure it was just an honest mistake, but that made me laugh that you're like, I don't even know what a, a nuclear panner plant was. Uh, shout out to that reference. So I, I love your answer, Woo Guy. That's what I'm going to do too. I'm going to play Mega Man Battle Network because I never have. I really want to. I love that genre. I promise you all that have been asking me to play it. When the collection comes out next year on the Switch, I will be buying it and playing it. I, a billion percent. Uh, I'm going to remake Mega Man Legends because I've never played it either. And like I said, I think a PS1 game just needs a remake more than a GBA game does 99 out of 100 times. And I'm going to race Mega Man X Command Mission because I was really stoked for this game. I bought it on GameCube. I'm a huge Mega Man X fan. I was still semi into RPGs back then. I thought it looked rad. I probably tried to get into this game half a dozen times and I j it just couldn't do it. Just It just did not click with me at all. So I have tried it. I have no urge to ever play it again. It can be erased. Command Station is what we're calling it now. Sorry. Uh, thanks everybody for writing in. What have I been playing? And then we'll get into Mega Man X. That's why you're here. Uh, last night, I finished The Last of Us Part 1, which is the PS5 re-release of The Last of Us. And I know a lot of you are like, yeah, that didn't need to be had. That was a cash grab. It's the same game. I don't disagree with any of those, but it is absolutely one of my top three favorite video games of all time. And I'll keep buying it if they keep releasing it because I'm part of the problem. Still brilliant. Still just one of the greatest video games ever made. I love The Last of Us. I've also been playing Splatoon 3. Uh, I'm torn on if I'm going to give it a review on Expansion Pass in a couple weeks or not. I don't dislike Splatoon 3, but I loved the original on the Wii U. I liked Splatoon 2, but I found myself getting bored of it. And I got to say, after a couple weeks, it's not that it's bad, but I'm kind of getting bored of it again. I, I, I'm going to give it a little bit more time. It's just... I sit down and some nights I can play it and play it for a couple hours and have fun. And some nights I can play it for 10 minutes. And I'm like, I just, it's so repetitive and I don't play a lot of online shooters. So maybe that's normal for people. I don't, I don't know. I can't decide. I can't decide on Splatoon 3 yet. Jury could go either way on this one. Uh, and then I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 4 as I have been for a couple weeks for an upcoming episode of Remember the Game. It's my first time through it. Really, really liking it. It is dope. Good enough. Let's talk Mega Man X. That's why your kids are here. I like to give our listeners a chance to sound off on the game we're talking about before my guests and I hog the spotlight. And I'm going to rip through a few of your comments right now. Here we go. Punk Rock Geek said a game like this or a game that has aged like fine wine. I play it several times a year and every time I beat it, I'm looking forward to playing it again. I literally agree with every single word in those two sentences. It has aged like fine wine. I also play it a few times a year and I also want to play it every time. I, I also look forward to playing it again every time I do. 100%. Knife goes in, guts come out. I love this comment. This game is beautiful. I tried playing it for the first time a few weeks ago and I thought it was fun until I got to Chill Penguin. Fuck him. How the fuck can I not get past the first boss? I really wanted to play it because the concept is amazing but my stupid ass can't get past the easiest boss. Fuck that. Uh, fair enough. And the thing is, you're right. You started with the right enemy. I think that Chill... I mean, I will say Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, if... Because if you've played through Chill Penguin's level, you've got the dash boots. 
again, I don't usually do this, but this is one of the few games I feel like I know something about. If you're still struggling with Chill Penguin, I would recommend going to Flame Mammoth and maybe try starting there. I find him to be one of the easier bosses in the game too. Master the uh, ability to dash jump off the wall. So you can climb the walls and then if you hit dash and jump at the same time, you'll shoot across like the whole screen. So you can jump over Flame Mammoth or Chill Penguin. Uh, maybe that's your next best bet is to try out uh, Flame Mammoth. Anyway, there you go. Uh, Ztrox369 wrote it and said, Zero is better than Proto Man, but Proto Man's theme song is better than the Zero theme song. I actually, I agree with the theme song take, but I disagree on Zero. I fucking hate Zero. I, I, unpopular take. I get into it on the show. I, I'm a Proto Man guy. I am Proto Man fan number one. I love that guy. Zero, he's kind of, he reminds me of Zach Morris. I don't like him. Uh, Scott Brooks said this was such a dramatic 8-bit to 16-bit upgrade of the classic games from the NE or from the classic games. Pardon me. This was such a dramatic 8-bit to 16-bit upgrade of the classic games from the NES. More so than Mario, I'd argue. The level design was amazing. Exploring to find all the heart containers, e-tanks, and suit upgrades was a blast. And the music. The music! Mwah. I'm 40 years old and I still fire this up when I have some time to kill it. I just want that pure shot of nostalgia adrenaline that only the Mega Man games can provide. A true top-tier gem that will never get old. At least not as old as me. A great, fuck, I feel you, uh, Scott. I'm almost 39. And uh, it'll never catch up to me as far as being old either. But it'll also never get old. Whereas I've, I jumped the shark years ago. And finally, Captain N said, I have played this game so much, I think I can beat it from muscle memory alone. There is no better Mega Man than this one. Music, control, story, challenge. This is the Mega Man. I agree. And it's time for me to spend 50 minutes basically saying the exact same thing Captain N said in 15 seconds. My buddy Bradley McHugh is going to join me after I queue up some of that fucking outstanding Mega Man X music. And when it stops, we're going to tell you why this game is so goddamn good. We're talking Mega Man X, which originally released in North America on the Super Nintendo in January of 1994. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. Alright, uh, now here's the thing. Okay, you all know, joining me via the blank phone this week, longtime friend of the show, and up until the Majora's Mask episode of a couple of months ago, uh, Hall of Fame nominee. I, I like, and you were banned just for the, the Majora's Mask episode. Uh, it's my buddy Bradley yeah, McHugh. What's up, man? <laughs> Not much. Uh, I did get in trouble. I've been ejected from the Hall of Fame. They like, they had a big guy with, with a, like a big security guy throw me out with two hands. Yeah. It's pretty scary, actually. Was, you know, and it was tough because Molly, my dog, who is actually the CEO of Remember the Game, loves Majora's Mask. So I had to have oh, you perfect. banned behind her back. Like, she has no idea. Good um, to know she has good taste. Well, yeah, she's a good girl. Uh, Someone in that organization has to, I guess. Fuck so. me. I will say, though, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't – I don't – fuck, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I've had you on for an individual episode since Majora's Mask. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. So if I haven't, 
Uh, just let me tell you, dude, people really, really liked that episode. So thanks again to you, oh. Mark. You guys killed it. You guys did a great job. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I had such a good time being on that episode. Oh, and I'm so glad that I don't have to talk about that game. You're my hero. Fuck me. Uh, fortunately. Yeah, I'm glad I got to talk about that game. I love it. I know. It was win-win. I Now people are like, are you just going to have them do all of the games you don't want to do? And I'm like, no, because this is what I was afraid of. Everyone's going to be like, oh, man, the show is actually better without Adam. And I'm like, that's, we can't, you can't take that. No, God damn it. Please don't request episodes without me. Yeah. God damn it. Um, but no, fortunately this week I have you on the show to talk another game that plays on the double M theme, except this one is good. In fact, not only is this one good, this one is borderline perfect. We're revisiting my beloved Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo, which we originally covered back on like episode 10 or something. Now, I'm going to shut up in a second and give you the floor and let you share your open. Cause I don't know if the, I don't know if the remember the game universe has ever heard what Bradley McHugh thinks of Mega Man X, but let me just start this show by saying everyone that listens to the show with any regularity knows exactly what I think of this game. I adore it. It is one of my 10 favorite games of all time. I think it is the best Mega Man game ever made. And I've played a lot of Mega Man. I love this fucking game. So, uh, before I just get down on my knees and pleasure X for the next 45 minutes or so, Bradley, what do you think of Mega Man X? No wrong answers. I won't even get mad. You're already banned from the hall of fame. You can do no wrong. What do you yeah, think of this? Game? Yeah. You have I, nothing I could, to lose. What do you think of this I, thing? I could really come in here and say just about anything and I could get away with that. I'd be like, Mega Man X is, is, is just as good as Mario is missing. I'm thrilled. You know, like you're right but, though. You yeah. could. Fuck I me. could, but anyway, that's I'm not gonna say that. So, uh, Mega Man X, I played, I had it on a collection on the GameCube as a kid. Yeah, and so I played it there, and I really liked it. But I was a kid, and I was bad at video games, so I didn't really, I don't even think I ever beat like more than a couple of the monsters or the the robot masters. Yeah, and so uh, I always like really had fond memories of playing Mega Man X, but I'd never really dived really hard into it and then you were like hey we should do this on remember the game so i i picked up the Mega Man legacy x collection on xbox one yep and uh yeah from an adult perspective i uh, i gotta say um this is this is pretty much a flawless video game there's nothing wrong here no it's i think no, i agree it's a great fucking game uh to me like, so I want to get the bad out of the way because I always like to start them off by getting the bad out of the way. And I, there is a couple of very minor gripes that I have with this game before I suck its dick for the next hour. To me, the biggest fault of this game, and I don't even think this is a fault for everybody, but as a Mega Man traditionalist, I, I feel this is among the easier, if not maybe not the easiest Mega Man game, but definitely one of. And I'm not saying that this is like, Kirby easy but compared to some other Mega Man games this one is fairly forgiving in my opinion I totally agree because like we talked about Mega Man X3 on this show and that game was just fucking unbelievable oh yeah we did do Mega Man X3 didn't we yeah I I don't love that I took some shit for that episode too but I I, it's not terrible but I don't love that game yeah it doesn't do much for me either um yeah, I don't know. And Mega Man X, um, it kind of is everything I want a Mega Man game to be. Granted, uh, I don't know. I haven't played some of the more recent games, like Mega Man up to, like, 11, and I don't think I played 10 either. Right. So, like, I, I don't know if they like, maybe, like, fixed a lot of stuff, but, like, 
there's a couple of things in this game that just grind me a little bit that piss me off. Um, Go ahead. And I want to know what those has, are because I because I'll one say it. unbelievable fault and and it pissed me off so much. And that fault is that the respawning enemies in this game out of control. It, it is, is out of control. <laughs> it is, I will say there are a couple of moments in this game where you're like particularly I find parts where you have to climb like wall climb. Yes. And you get There's... hit by something and fall down. And it like, it's one thing if you were to fall back down to the ground and start hiking back up. But if God help you, if you, if you go one pixel under where an enemy spawns, that enemy is back. Every, yeah. I agree. And I, so you could, because the enemies move, it could follow you out of view of its spawn point, which happened quite often. You'd kill the enemy. You go back and you'd be like, oh, well, for fuck's sake, I killed him for nothing. He's back again. Like <laughs> I, I agree. Now, on that note, though, I think part of the reason I find this game so easy is because there are several spots um, where it's super easy to farm health, uh, like health pellets and fill up your energy tanks if you want to. So, like, mm -hmm. particularly in armored armadillo stage. So, like, with the bats, because they're one-hit kills and they drop health all the time. So, like, there are parts where that helps. But I, I will concede that point. And, like, listen, you and I are both old. old By gamer standards, you and I are old. We've both played our share of NES yeah. games. I'm fully yeah. aware that a lot of old old video games have respawning enemies. But I will concede the point that it is it is borderline obnoxious much. how quickly because you're right an enemy an enemy can follow you down a wall you kill it and you've gone two pixels from where that enemy spawned and then that enemy is back and, and you're like come a, on there is a section of i believe it's sigma stage two where you have to go up and all of the enemies crawl on the wall yeah and so the but the only way to shoot them is by jumping off the wall and doing a quick shot like, it's like, like that part in particular is that I was boiling. Is that the part where there's also those uh, green shielded guys that drop yeah. their shield? Yeah. So yeah, I because I agree that part is frustrating. I ended up like, I, I I'll be I I rarely use my robot master weapons outside of fighting robot masters because I'm that guy that is afraid to use his power ups. But I straight up went with uh, launch octopuses homing missiles in there and just started mashing them like everything that moved. I was like, fuck me. Cause I agree that part can be, and the thing is, is like, it's not going to kill you. It's just going to frustrate you. Not yeah, enough exactly. damage in there to kill you. And half the enemies <laughs> they're, they're, drop health. They're it's, dropping health. So like, you're really never going to die. It just takes a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll concede that. Oh, I have one other thing, but yeah, I'll concede that point. That part is frustrating. Is there anything else? Oh, um, fair me by all means. Oh, I'm just, I am trying to think of negatives because I really do have much more to positive to say about this game. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I also don't like that. There are points in the game where you kind of have to get hit by an enemy in order to proceed. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, like I know what you're saying. I just well, admittedly well, off the top of my where, head, like, can't be... think of a spot, but I'm, I'm not saying they don't exist. I just can't think of one off the top. There'll of my be head. enemies. Like there'll be enemies like in a clump. And like the only way to get through them is to like jump and land in the middle of them and then use your after hit invincibility. Oh, to get out of there. Yeah. 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 And, and so like, and, and that being said, that's a pretty minor pick. I'm really just no kind of looking for shit, you know? So my, my biggest gripe, cause I don't like, 
as somebody that loves like part of the reason I have such a fetish, if particularly for the original 11 Mega Man games, minus Mega Man 8. I fucking hate that game. But all the other original 11 Mega Man games, I'm I love the difficulty. Some people like the Dark Souls games, Elden Ring. Some people like everyone's got well, not everyone. Some people like to play Halo campaigns on Legendary. These are my Legendary Halo Dark Souls games. Like I like them hard. Like I want this is, I, hurt me. I want you to hurt like fucking leather and whips and chains fucking hurt me, hurt me. I love it. But you're getting Car Hero 3 through the fire and the flames on expert. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. But but there is so the easy thing is a minor criticism because I would prefer it more difficult, but I do think it makes this game more accessible to people that might have tapped out during Mega Man 3 or something like that. But yeah. there is one and and listen, dude, I'm not gonna fault you for this. There are four hidden power-ups for X in this game. Five if you count the Hadoken, which I which I don't. But like you can up you can get the you you get the boots in Chill Penguin stage to do the dash, which is a godsend, that chat that dash. Um then you can get armor that cuts back the damage you take. You can get a helmet to let you bash through certain bricks, and you can get a mega buster upgrade or a X Buster upgrade that'll then let you charge up all the robot master weapons. I'm not going to dunk on you for it. I've played this game a million times. Did you get all of the power-up uh, capsules? Okay, so this is the first time I've done, like, a full, full playthrough of it. And um, kind of. Okay. I kind of got them all. I didn't quite get them all. There was one I couldn't find. Okay. Um, and then I looked up how to find it, and I said, fuck that. I'm not doing that. And it was the... The arm, the, the yeah. arm power up. There you go. That is my biggest. I posted on social media and I said, uh, I love Mega Man X, but this one jump is torture. And the people that know, know. And I had a couple of people comment and say, all you've got to do is get the upgraded Mega Buster and then upgrade Chill Penguin's weapon. Because when you up, when you charge up Chill Penguin's weapon, you make an ice platform that you can stand on and jump off as it's sliding. But I countered them and said, like, you can't because the Meg the Buster upgrade is up there. So I can't <laughs> use... The only way to get up there is to do that goddamn dash jump and you, if you've never played this, ladies and gentlemen, I implore you, just look up and then you'll understand what we're talking about. There are these bricks at the top of a stage and you have to like dash, jump off of these, uh, off this platform and you've got like a fucking 50th of a frame to grab these bricks. And as soon as you touch them, you've got to start mashing jump. And you wall jump off them, break through them with your helmet, and you get up there, and the buster is up there. It is so easy to accidentally fall off if you even get a hold of them in the first place. Fortunately, you can, like, exit the level if you have to, come back in. I mean, like, it's it's only, like, I'm 30 seconds into the level. I don't remember whose level it is, and I feel... I think it's Flame Mammoth. I'm almost positive it's Flame Mammoth. But, I dude, that jump... And, and fucking all of you that were coming at me being like, sucks to suck, it's not that hard... I'm very good at this game. No offense. I'm willing to bet I'm... And I you, I bet you in 215 episodes, I've never said this. I'm willing to bet I'm better at this game than 90% of the people listening to this podcast. This is the one. Maybe Super Mario World. Myself, but I love your confidence. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at this game. That's a tough jump. I had one person on Twitter that was like a speedrunner for this game, and they were like, that. if I'm going to lose a speedrun, that's the jump. That's a tough fucking jump. So that is my biggest gripe. I have, I love the way it's hidden. I think it's a clever hiding spot. But like, 
the hiding spot is tough enough. Why couldn't you have just put one more brick down? Why does it have to like? What is the well, point of this? Well, and I don't, I don't know if you know this, but if you don't get that, zero just gives it to you later. So I did get told that. I did not know that because I've never not gotten it. But then I was told that yeah, you'll just get given that, it later. But that's like, what I was like, I, I did find them all. I um, get you. Okay. But I, 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 I didn't really find that one. I, yeah. I had to look it up. Which I hate doing. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, that was, yeah, that well, was the and, only time I looked stuff up for this game, though. And, and usually I do kind of do a little bit of Googling for Mega Man, but not sure. this one. I wanted to really experience it, like, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, organically. Yep. And, and that's, so, like, to me now, like, we're as we're going into the positives, to me, one of the coolest things about this game is there are, it's like, there's the eight heart tanks. There's four energy tanks, there's four weapon capsules, and then the Hadouken, which we'll talk about. It doesn't really matter. I, I hate the Hadouken. But uh, I feel like all of them are, are fairly well hidden, but I don't think any of them are obnoxiously hard to find. No, I agree. I um, So I didn't use a guide, but I was able to find three of the four capsules, three of the four energy tanks, and all of the hearts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, and like, and you know what I love about where they are hidden? And I know there are other Mega Man games that do this as well. One of my favorite things about this game is the way your weapons can interact with the environment. Yeah. And like, oh, I, bro, like when you're at Storm Eagle's stage, which is one of the coolest stages in the game, the airport stage, and there's the flammable canisters. Yeah, but you need to go to Flame Mammoth first. This game. This game operates like a, or at the very least, this is how I played it, but it plays like a Metroidvania. Yeah, it does. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. Because I went through and I played through all of the levels. I unlocked the Sigma stage, and but then I fucked around for like four hours. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What can I, what can I do with everything? Yeah. Like, oh, there, there's something I can melt with my fire. What, what's under there? A heart. Sweet. You know, like it's a game that really, really does encourage you to look around your environment and engage in your environment yeah agree rocks dude yeah i i love the i love exploring in this game even though i know where it all is i just like like and i really do think i think some of the levels are a little bit mediocre but i think some of the levels in this game i like storm okay like we'll get into the music later because the music in this game turns me on a little bit but like my my favorite level in this game is Storm Eagles because it's the way you're at like the airport. Eventually you end up on like a plane and then you're like fighting in the sky. And there's such a cool part. I think it's one of the energy tanks. Don't quote me, but it's Storm Eagles where it's hidden in like a, like a tower, like an airport tower. And you like blast out the windows of the tower and then the, the E-tank is in there. It's yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an E-tank. Yeah. yeah, I fucking, I love that. I, I, I'll go as far as to say, like, and now granted, it's not fair to compare this game to the six NES Mega Mans because it's the Super Nintendo. It's got a lot more totally. uh, power under the hood for sure. But you like, can, you can compare it to Mega Man Seven, but yeah, you can. And I like Mega Man Seven, but this game is so much better than Mega Man Seven. I, oh, way. Like, you know what else this? You know what else this game does that like was something I noticed immediately, and I'm like, that's interesting. Is that it? It tutorializes the game without tutorializing it. So like at the beginning of the game, you get like kicked into like this hole, and you're at the hole, and there's just like a giant wall, and like the game never tells you what to do. You just have to figure out that in this me new Mega Man game, you can wall jump. Right. 
Oh yeah, the opening tutorial level. Which like, yeah. man, that <laughs> I remember playing this game as a kid. I would read this game all the time, and I was so obsessed with that like trying to fucking beat Vile at the end of that tutorial level. And it's like, and like it's designed to kill you. But like, God, yeah. I would get so mad. <laughs> I I get it, but you're right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it drops you in a cliff, and like, you're either gonna rage quit, turn the game off, or eventually you're gonna learn that you can climb up that wall. Yeah. Um. Now. Um, back to a couple of issues that I have with this game. I want to talk about the Legacy Collection specifically. I think the Legacy Collection sucks. And now, I think a lot why? Of why is that? Now, wait. Are, okay. wait what did you play it on Switch? Uh, I played it on Xbox One. Okay. I okay. I played uh, it on Switch, so I'm just curious. Okay, go ahead. I don't like, especially because I play. I think this wouldn't have been a big deal if I was playing on Switch. If I'm being honest, but I don't like. That in this collection, despite what Konami is doing, there isn't a save state option. And I know that's like, oh, what a bitch. But like, I'm an adult and I got like adult shit to do sometimes, you know? No, Just I Just give that. me a save state option. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Like, I mean, I do like it's password system is like not as complex as some old retro games say, uh, password systems. But I'll go it's one step. Long, I'll but... go one step further and just say like. This game came out after Super Mario World. Like, at this point, it should have had a battery. Like, it should have had save files. It must have just been, like, way cheaper to not have batteries or something. Maybe. But I'll I'll yeah. give you that. It should have had... It should have... My, You know what I was going to complain about uh, is... <laughs> and I don't find that... To be fair, I replayed this on my Switch, and I don't remember this being an issue with a Super Nintendo controller in my hands because I found the buttons a little bit more accessible than the joypad buttons. But trying to use that dash with the A button... It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's tough, and, and I know you I'm can so tap like you... you can tap like left, left, right, right to dash. But I'm so glad you brought this up because I I hated it so much that I went in and I remapped my controller so that one of my bumpers yeah was my dash, which felt way better. But because the Mega Man X Legacy Collection fucking sucks, you can't save your remapped controller so you have to remap it every fucking time you play the game yeah it's like i like the way that you can use the two shoulder buttons to go through your weapons like that's convenience but yeah. i do agree for the for like especially with how often like dude that like i i'll ask you do you know do you remember which robot master you went to first um i tried a few different ones first but okay. eventually ended up beating Chill penguins. Yeah, first. chill chill penguins. Yeah. Like if, if you're new, of course, you've got to guess until you find the one, right? Chill penguin is is where you start. Not only because he's a bitch, but because you get those zoom boots in the first level and the dash makes such yeah, a difference. Yeah, that's right. But I do agree, like, again, with a Super Nintendo controller, I, I don't it's not as tough. I did find it tricky with the Joy-Cons to and like yeah, I, I like especially for how dude, one of the coolest things about this game is doing the wall jump with the dash. And like yeah. clearing like nine tenths of the screen, oh, it turns yeah. me out. like oh, you yeah. fly. But it is tricky to do with the joint. Yeah, like again, I don't even want to consider that a criticism from my perspective because playing it natively on the Super Nintendo, it's it's a lot easier with that yeah. with that controller. And it's, and, and it's really fun. And what what was cool about the way I did it because I like because the first one I tried to do was launch octopus. Yeah, and like after playing it for a little while, I'm like oh, I, I'm clearly not supposed to be here. Like, this is obviously not where I'm supposed to be. Sure. 
And so I gamed over and I ended up leaving that stage. But then later on in the game, when I came back to launch Octopus, I breezed through it. Right. Like it was like it was like nothing. And it, it seemed like the hardest stage in the world to me at the time. Now, uh, I just okay, so that is a great segue into one thing I, I wanted to talk about that I fucking love like to me, Robot Masters can make or break a Mega Man game. Like a bad, the- a bad set of robot masters is like, ah, these and like before I get the emails, these are Mavericks. I know they're not robot masters. Um, this game and Mega Man Seven on the Super Nintendo does a great job of this too. But I, the jump from eight bit to sixteen bit when it comes to designing these robot masters is so so massive in this game because i think all like chill penguin is by far the bitch of the team and even he looks cool like i think these are some of the best robot masters in any mega man game ever absolutely and you mentioned launch octopus dude did you notice i fucking pop for this every time when he drops in and his health meter fills up and it's getting ready to fight he points at you with one of his tentacles and then points down like you're going Jeez. down, and I fucking love that so much. What, what a tiny little, a tiny little thing to include in the game. Yeah, and it's so badass because it's just a minor little like point, point down, down, and then the fight starts, and you're like, oh, fucking show you, you stupid <laughs> fucking. Uh, I I love uh, like I love their weapons too. I don't mind talking about those. I love the robot masters. I like the way that way you use their weakness on them in this game. Not all of them, but some of them have like a unique reaction like when you hit yeah. armored armadillo with the spark mandrel spark he like gets he electrocuted yeah and all his armor falls off that's so yeah. sick that's that's and you know what i like about this game too though is that with the exception of a couple i would say i don't think that using the weaknesses on the bosses make them too easy um, no, but now it's funny. No, okay, go ahead. Finish your thought, and then I have something to add. To with, that. with the major exception of Storm Eagle, who goes down in like four hits and sucks. So, just just make sure before anybody gives me shit that I'm very clear that Storm Eagle sucks. I mean, he's, he's a, he he, he looks awesome, but yeah, he's an easy fight. Super easy fight. But uh, like, the one even I- using like the rolling shield with launch octopus was like like that's that like that has. There, there is, you will have to do it a few times and you will, like, it's not just a free win. Like it is, that's how I kind of feel about Mega Man 2 is that like, once you get the order of Mega Man 2, it's just a bunch of free wins. I mean, I feel like that about most, like I actually tweeted about that the other day. Uh, there are a few, like I said, uh, beating, beating Mega Man robot masters with their weakness is almost as good as sex. Like it is so, so, so satisfying. But now it's interesting that you said that because like, I, I actually, this is me. I usually fight, uh, storm ego with my buster because Mm -hmm. I find, yeah, because I like chameleon sting is the one he's really weak against. Yeah. And I cannot for the, and I always fight sting chameleon last. Uh, and you mentioned how, it doesn't make them too like that's the one to me this is my opinion sting chameleon without his weakness is the hardest enemy of the eight i he'll fuck me up but when i also agree i think even with i had the weakness i had the 
the I think cutter. It was the boomerang? It's, it's the yeah, the yeah, boomer quangers, uh, boomerangs. Yeah. Yeah. So I had the boomerang for this one, and it is pretty fucking hard. But there's a it. okay. So there's a pattern you can get into with with uh, chameleon where he'll jump up onto the wall, and then you throw a boomerang. It'll hit him. He'll fall over you. Jump back up. You hit him. He'll fall over. Like it is. It's ping pong, and like he doesn't. You don't even like Mega Man could sleepwalk through it. I just I just spammed the the uh, boomerang pretty oh, okay. much every second until he died. Because he is, in my opinion, he is by far the the toughest of the eight. Like I find him the toughest. Uh, I find Chill Penguin very easy. Like we're not talking because of their weaknesses. Uh, yeah. I actually, I'll be honest. Like Chill Penguin's pretty easy. Flame Mammoth is pretty beatable with or without yeah. his weakness. Storm Boomer Eagle, I find, I find pretty easy. I find Boomer Quanger fairly easy as long as he doesn't get a hold of you too many times. Yeah, like they're I, I not, they're not the toughest robot masters ever. But I, to me, like again, that goes kind of back to how I find them easier, uh, the game easier. I just like, again, the 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 sixteen bit graphic jump to these guys. How giant some of them are compared to you, like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how well you know the original Mega Man games. Have you ever played Mega Man One, the very first one? I've played it, but not much. Okay. One of the six robot masters in that one is Guts Man, the big dummy. He's like the super yeah. strong guy, and like I think he's supposed to be a lot bigger than you, like in the cartoon he is, but in the game he's just a little bigger than Mega Man because it's an original <laughs> NES game and they have no graphics, right? Like I imagine, Sorry. I imagine him being the size of like Flame Mammoth, and. That's one of the things I love about this game is that a couple of them, like Chill Penguin, Sting Chameleon, they're about your size. A couple of them are a little bit bigger. And then you get up against Spark Mandrill and particularly Flame Mammoth. And like, they're not that tough. But when you walk into that room and see them, you're like, holy fuck. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just going around in circles, but I just, I cannot overemphasize how much I love the design of all. I don't think there's a dud in the eight. I really yeah, don't. I, I agree. I think, I think they're all really really fun and like yeah like i said they might not all be the hardest but some of them aren't easiest either but it doesn't matter because all eight are fun yeah they are and and i also want to say if the robot masters make or break a Mega Man game the weapons they give you are like a close second and uh i actually and again i I don't think it's fair to compare to the nes super nintendo but like there's some dope weapons in this game even if a lot of them are kind of the same old you know the fucking this one gives you a shield. This one goes up walls. This is homing missiles. Uh, the the eight weapons are rad. But then when you get that charged up mega buster and you get the ability to like get an extra weapon with each of them by charging up your your buster, it's I fucking that's the first thing I do when I get a hold of that X buster. The upgrade is I'm like, well now I need to see what these eight weapons will do now, and some of them are fucking sick. Hell yeah! Like the you can turn invisible like with the chameleon's weapon like I love I fucking love that shit I or like people kept telling me with chill penguin you can make a platform to ride on and I yeah I I supposedly I love this goddamn game so much um I I want to talk about the music but I want to wait because I think that might be my favorite part uh oh I'll, I will just quickly bring it up because if I don't I'll take shit did you did you know about the stupid Hadouken thing the fireball. I did not. Okay, so if you have everything in the game, all the energy tanks, all the hard upgrades, all the capsules, everything. Uh oh fuck, who's what whose stage is it now? This is gonna fucking uh it's gonna bother me now. Uh I think 
I think it's Armored Armadillo. Don't quote me if I'm wrong, everybody. I think it's Armored Armadillo. At the very yeah, because Armored Armadillo is the one where you ride those minecarts through, those like spiky minecarts. I think. Um, I might be wrong. It doesn't matter anyway. When you get to the end of their level, if you jump off, you can go up there, and there's like a final capsule, and it's like because it's Capcom game, right? You can get the uh, who I don't know who in Street Fighter uses the Hadouken. Is that Ryu? I think so. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You can yeah, uh, yeah. you can get that ability in the game. And if you can get one off and hit an enemy with it, it'll kill any robot master in one shot. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, like I never use it. I because other than it being an Easter egg, I think it's kind of dumb. Like I'm like, well, that just breaks the game. But I do think it's a cool little extra thing. I just if I didn't bring it up, everybody would have yelled at me for not fucking bringing it up. But I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I did. found I found like the uh, the last string of bosses to be pretty pretty tough like i was i was kind of struggling to get through um the second phase of sigma there oh the one where he's like got the lightsaber and he's jumping around yeah and he's like blowing fire and shit and there's platforms and well what can be like okay so i shouldn't say it's frustrating but like this is one of the reasons i feel this is one of the easier games because like every time you finish in some of the old Mega Man games, dude, once you go to Wily's Castle, like there's no going back to grind for health. You're going through Wily's Castle. And in this yeah. one, every time you beat a level, it takes you back to the map, or every time you game over, it takes you back to level select. And then you can go grind and fill up your E-tags again. And I'm not again, like I I like there's nothing wrong with needing them to get through. But I just think um I actually frankly think it's a good design choice because if you want to make it harder on yourself, you don't go back and grind and fill up your E-tanks. But if you need that extra help, it's there. Like, you're not fucked. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Um, Absolutely. Which I think is a cool choice. And I want to I ask you, too. Never even mind this story. You and I were talking about the story of this game before we started. I don't even care about the story of this game. I just like playing Mega Man. Yeah, uh, do you like Sigma? Sigma? Like the, the villain? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I, I mean, he's not, he's not wily. No. He kind of looks like an incredible crash dummy. Yeah, sort of. Like I, like, I, like I'm like you're. That's exactly how I feel. And maybe that's just. I'm like you're no Wiley. Like yeah. this is. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust you, new guy. And, you're not my real dad. And I understand that. Like, so for those of you that don't know the story in very quick form, basically, like X was designed by Doctor Light, which is I love when he fucking pops up in those capsules and talks to X, like from yeah, the grave. That that's such a great tie back to the original Mega Man's. But, like, all these other Mavericks and everything, like Zero and all the other, all or, pardon me, uh, Zero, and then the Mavericks were the bad guys in this game, and Sigma and everything like that, um, they're all created from X. Like, X is the blueprint, and then they're all designed from him. Uh, I I don't know what, the, if, again, story doesn't really matter. I think it would have been really cool if Wily had somehow created Sigma. Like yeah, and then and then and then that could be like that could be the tie back. Is that yeah. not in like future games of Mega Man X? Uh, I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know the story of the X games as well. But like, it's just like if this dude, like if Doctor Kane found X and he was designed by Doctor Light, I just think it would have been really neat if like somebody had found something designed by. I just Wily is just so iconic. It's so hard to replace him. Totally. And I just can't get on board with Sigma. I'm like, you're just a fucking crappy crash dummy um yeah I, I don't i don't hate him that much but he ain't my favorite no my favorite villain in any video game no do you like zero 
Yeah, I love Zero actually. Do you? I all right. I kind of want to play. There's like the Game Boy Advance game that's like Mega Man ZX Zero, something like that. It's yeah. like a Mega Man X game where you play as Zero. Yeah. I, I like to play that. Maybe this is gonna be an unpopular take. I'm not a Zero guy. I don't care for. Not him. a Zero guy. It just feels like a tryhard with his stupid hair. I don't like him. I just what, I'm like I'm it? a huge Proto Man fan. Like, oh, okay. Well, and I, Proto Man, Proto Man is good. I'll give you that. Yeah, and I look at Zero, and I'm like, "Who are you trying to be? Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> and I'm like, "You like?" He's like, in the very beginning of the game, he's like, "X, you're a pussy. I got this." And then by the end of the game, he's like, "Ah, oh, X, maybe you're the hero." And I'm like, "Yeah, I am. <laughs> fuck off, Zero." It's like I knew it the whole fucking time. I hate you. Anyway, <laughs> I just I had to touch on him. I'm not as I like. He looks cool, but I'm not a fan. I don't know. You know, you know what I love in this game that I love more than any other Mega Man game what? is the final castle level, the like that like the four stages that are made up of the Sigma Fortress. Yeah. In this, they all fucking slap. They're all great. Yeah, I, I like them too, actually. And they're like they're super super quick, but really intense. And then you're fighting bosses. And that's what I'm playing Mega Man to do, really. I'm there to fight bosses. Oh, and you know what I actually like? And maybe this goes against my Mega Man heritage. Uh, Instead of having to fight the eight robot masters in one room with eight capsules, I like that they just kind of randomly pop up. Yeah. Like, I maybe that's not a popular take. Because, like, I, I actually enjoy the part in most old Mega Man games where you have to fight the eight masters again. But I liked that, like, every time I can't, you come up to, like, a, a boss door in this game, uh, you don't know if it's going to be, like, a new mini boss, like that funky spider or that weird skull tractor thing, or if it's going to be one of the eight robot masters. And I love the second fight against all the robot masters because at this point, if you don't know all eight of their weaknesses, you've got it down to one or two weapons. And totally. it is just so, again, going back to the sex thing, fuck is it sweet to beat them with the, with the robot master weapon weakness. It is so satisfying. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I like the I like the Sigma levels in this game. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're really good. There is, however, uh, oh, that's what it was. Um, Boomer Kwanger. You have to refight Boomer Kwanger. Yeah. Right before you fight like the giant wall with eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. They have the same fucking weakness. So you've already used half your Chameleon Sting. Just getting Boomer Kwang or not Chameleon Sting, whatever it is, he's weak against. Or whoever it is. No, it's yeah, Boomer, Boomer Quanger is weak against yeah. uh, the homing missiles from this. Yeah, the you're, right. Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm mixed up. I'm mixed up. It's Storm Eagle, then you fight the wall thing. But they're both weak to Chameleon Sting, so I've already used half of it. Yeah, I can know. Yeah, I'm, I can get on board with that. So if you die on that one, then, uh, then it, then it, then you, then you fucking get pushed all the way back. And another thing, too, about Mega Man X that I don't love is that there's no password for the completion of the Sigma stages. So if you turn off your Super Nintendo and then plug in your password, you're starting all the Sigma stages from stage one. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I've just, I've never turned it off. Like, I just love this. I never you, turned it off. Because you played it on Switch where I should have played it. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> but I did not know that. Wow. I, I actually didn't know that. I don't think I've ever turned, because I just love this. I can, like, I love this game. I don't think I've ever turned it off. In the, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> When um, I found that out, I didn't play it for three days. I was like, "No, I'm pissed <laughs> at this." Well, but it, you know, the other thing too. This is a this is a tip for all of you noobs. Uh, if you play this game now, when you get to the final fight against Sigma, the, you the final level is you just start at the bottom of this like tower, and you just have to like wall climb up, 
and then you fight like Sigma's dog cat thing, and then you fight yeah. Sigma, and then you fight Sigma again. But uh, if you die, then until you get game over, it's like any other Mega Man game, any weapon energy you spent is gone. And so if you're using your weapons to fight Sigma and his stupid dog cat thing, and then you die at like the final phase of them or something, you might not have enough weapon juice left to, for the fight again. And it can be really frustrating to just sit there and slowly grind out filling your weapon energy against those little caterpillar thingies the that yeah. occasionally fall down the wall. If you die and you don't have enough weapon energy, instead of grinding out fighting those caterpillars, just die. Because when you get game over, all your weapons fill back up. And I couldn't figure out for the life of me what the fucking weakness is on that dog. So the first time I beat the dog, I had used all of the shit that Sigma was weak against. So I was oh. like, oh, well. and now this is a huge bummer. So, okay. So then I'll ask you, cause like me personally, of like, so I, I know like the weaknesses, like I know that I just know them from playing it so many times. Um, yeah. I use ice against the dog cat. I use spark against him when he's got his lightsaber and then rolling shield is the only thing you can really use to hurt him when he's like his head, like his weak to jump up there and get him. Um, yeah. I'm just curious. Like I personally find the cat, the most difficult dog, whatever the fuck it's called. I find that thing, the most difficult, like that thing hurts me more than the other two normally. Yeah, I agree because I don't like still to this day. I do not know what that fucking thing's weakness is. They all seem to do around the same amount of damage. Oh. Which is I, not very much. Yeah. I, I, if I, ice does, ice will hurt them. And then the thing is, is like, you don't even have to hit them with ice. You can turn around and shoot the wall while you're running away and it'll bounce back at them. Like one spark oh. of the ice. Yeah. So I use ice I on mean, him. Well, that's actually a pretty good tip. Yeah. But then the lightsaber one, like if you get the pattern of the way, like you just climb up the wall, let him come up after you, shoot him on the way down, shoot him when he hits the ground and then climb back up. And as long as you get the pattern down, he can't touch you. And then that final, the final form, uh, I should say too, like, I know we're like 40 minutes into this, but like, if this is happens to be the first episode of the show you've ever listened to, I don't know if there's another episode where I actually give like, I'm, I'm not very good at video games. This is like the one game where I'm like, I can give some <laughs> tips. Don't expect this for most episodes. But when you fight yeah. that final form, it's basically just hiding out at the bottom until the hands come down and then go up, hit them with rolling shield. And you know, and anyway, uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I actually, uh, I find some of the mid bosses that fucking octopus thing in the blue in the bubble that goes up the, and down. I find that thing harder than most of the robot masters. The octopus in the bubble. It's like a, it's like a mid level boss, and it's like a red octopus thing, and it's in oh. like a blue bubble, but in a dry room, and it throws yeah, like yeah, bubbles yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then like it can stick you to the ground yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, that fuck thing that fucks thing. me up. That thing fucks me up more than any of the robot masters do. You you know what one I hate the most? The fucking sea serpent one that is in I forget what level that's in. The that's um, uh launch oh, launch octopus. It's in launch octopus. Yeah. Yeah, the, the sea serpent one because it takes so it's not hard it just takes so long i agree that is such a tedious fight and like all you can do is shoot his face or his ass and sometimes you miss and hit his body and it bounces off and you're like ah oh, for fuck's sake i agree that's a tedious fucking fight oh yeah on that note though talking again about how some of the secrets are so well hidden i love that in the octopus stage you can get up onto that submarine blow it up and it falls into the ocean Breaks oh, through yeah, the floor and then reveals that cabin at the, the the cavern at the bottom. I love that. I didn't I didn't know that was there. So like I shot the boat because I got up there once by accident, 
and I was like, oh, this thing just flashed. I think I can destroy this thing. So I just spent like I pretty much unloaded all my weapons just to be like, let's see. Yeah. Let's see what this is. I and I found that cavern. I was like, this fucking rocks, dude. I mean, you said it earlier. This is like I've played a lot of the old Mega Man games, and I think this is among the funnest one to just explore. Totally. Um, I agree with that. Like, especially once you've played it a few times and you know where to go, like it's pretty quick. But like that, yeah, it's it's just a really fun game to just traverse and look around and try out your weapons on the environment and seeing what they do and stuff like that. I love that. Stuff. Yeah, it's it's such a good muck about game where you just muck about until something works. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the music, one other thing I wanted to shout out is just not just the robot masters, but like. I love the graphics in this game. I like Mega Man 7, and that is a fair comparison, like you said, because they're both on the Super Nintendo. I like Mega Man 7, but the sprites are huge. Like, Mega Man takes up like a quarter of the screen. This this felt more like a logical progression for Mega Man than, yeah. than what they did with Mega Man Seven. I I like I think a lot of the enemies look great. Obviously, the Robot Masters look cool. I just wanted this. I would be remiss if I didn't shout out when you get all of the armor power ups. X looks so sick, like in all dope, the white yeah. gear. Ah, oh, fuck, man. He he goes from looking like a regular Power Ranger to looking like the Green Power Ranger. This and this really is like the best looking Mega Man game that I can think of. Yeah, agreed. I agree. Yeah. Like I, I think like I love the original six on the NES. Obviously, they're not going to look as nice. Seven, oh. I think seven looks nice, but they're so big. I don't love the kitty art style in eight. Nine oh. and ten go back to NES, which is dope. I think eleven looks. Don't sleep on Mega Man Eleven, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good game. It's tough, Ooh, but been, it's a good game. I've been game. sleeping on it because I, I am, I'm just so unsure. It's good. I love that game. But maybe I'll I'll jump in. I do think this is again like to repeat it. I in my for of all the Mega Mans I have played, this is my all time favorite. Like it is. This is, and I know it's on the Super Nintendo, but like this is my Super Mario World of Mega Man games. Like I love this game. Um, I, no, I, I agree. This is this is now this is now my favorite Mega Man game, which is crazy because Mega Man Three. I'm a big big stand of that one too. Yeah, Love I, Mega Man Three. Yeah, I like Mega Man Three too. And of course, like we 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 can't not talk about the music in this game. So good. Uh, oh my god. Now the music in like let's even I listen. I know there are members of our community that don't like Mega Man, and that's fine. I'm not gonna hate on any of you. But, like, I, I have yet to find someone that's like, oh, the music in Mega Man is gone. Like, the music in Mega Man games is traditionally spectacular, but I'll warn you all right now, you've already have heard two songs. I have one more left to play, and as I record this, I have all I know is I'm using this song from Spark Mandrill because that's my favorite. That might be my favorite video game track ever. Um, oh, hell yeah. But, like, God, the music, the music in this game is so... So fucking good. Storm Eagles is probably my second favorite, but it is all just like, oh my god! It, like, it, I feel myself getting pumped up when I listen to it. It's so good. I just, I just love that somebody that like wh whoever did the score for this game was like, I'm gonna take Mega Man and I'm gonna add a little bit of, a little bit of like like '90s flair to it. Yeah. With the, with the music, like there's the electric guitar, the 16 bit electric guitar. Yeah. It just is wailing. I love it. It gets you fired the fuck up, man. It is just, uh, I, I well, just, I'm I know just I'm thinking, thinking about it now is I'll probably go back and play this game right when we're done this podcast. Cause now I want to play it again. Yeah, I kind of do too. And like, I just <laughs> finished it and I'm like, I should move on. 
but I want to play it again. I can. I'll never get tired of playing. I play this game multiple times a year. I'll never get tired of this fucking game. This this will be this will be an annual for me now. I, yeah. I like I was I was sufficiently in love with this game. It's so good. I think. Uh, boy, I don't know what else there is to say. I mean. We talked about how easy it is. We talked about the. I think that's just about. It. Um, the only other thing I'll say, quick minor thing, uh, I don't really like it when Mega Man games give you the option to collect like bolts and buy power ups, like between levels. Some of them do that, yeah. and I like that mechanic in other games. I don't love it in the Mega Man games. I like that this game doesn't. Like yeah. this one is just X against the world. I like that better. Yeah, totally. I, I agree. I think I think there's no need for a currency in this game. I think I think you collect everything just at the exact pace that you should. Yeah. I mean, boy, I think I'm, I'm trying to. Oh uh, no. I yeah. I think that's it. Like other than that, I just. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think. Are you like? Have we? I think we've done everything. I just love I think, this game. I think we covered everything. It's not a very big game, right? There's no, like it's just not. the eight levels. No, there, 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 there are people that can beat this game in shorter time than this podcast is. No yeah. question. <laughs> um, all right. I'm sure so, somebody has while we were recording. No question. Actually, while we're do while we're scoring, I'm gonna look up what the speed run record is for Mega Man X because I'm curious. Yeah, um, we've been recording for what 50 minutes, 45. Uh, we're at 45 and change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got to score this thing. Um, eight just seems obvious because there's eight bosses. So uh, sure. I'll ask you then. What would you score Mega Man X out of eight? Oh man. Oh yeah, they have yeah, totally. Thirty minutes fifty four oh, seconds boy. is the record. What is it? Thirty minutes fifty four seconds. Any percentage? Oh, so somebody has beat it faster than this podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. substantially. Faster. Uh, <laughs> oh, how, where would I score this out of eight? That one's really tough because like I don't want to give it a full eight, but seven seems too low. You I'll can go like, like s- you can go percent. Like I allow decimal points here. I'll, I'll do I'll do a seven. I don't usually like to do do half marks but i'll give a seven and a half mark yeah right um oh and just for the record uh speed run record mega or x buster only is 40 minutes 17 seconds oh wow and then 100 percent in the game is 34 minutes jesus christ fucking Um, hell dude all right well i said i was better than 90 percent. these are the 10 percent these (laughs) these people are better at this game than i am uh yeah i'm going like i'm going like 7.75 like my only beef with it is that it's not i have to take the super mario world tax and but, I'm not going to do that jump to get the arm power up. Oh, yeah, that jump. Okay, 7.74 because it loses oh. a point zero one for that fucking jump. I oh, still don't understand why you had to put that. Like, I get the hiding. The hiding spot is brilliant. Why does that jump have to be so stupid? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's stupid. I, I don't know. I agree. That jump is horrific. But other than that, I, 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 I've said it many times. I'll ask you as we start to wrap this up. When I talk, I get a lot of messages from people that are like, yo, because everyone knows I'm a big Mega Man fan. And they're like, I've never played a Mega Man. Where should I start? I usually recommend Mega Man 2 if you want to play original Mega Man. I recommend Mega Man X if you're willing to play any Mega Man. Do you have any yeah, different I, takes? I think I, would, I think I would still send people to Mega Man 2 first. Just because, like, Mega Man 2, like... Mega Man X is easy, but Mega Man Two is like a lot easier than yeah, that. yeah. If you and I and listen, I want to say because I've had people call me out on this. I agree yeah. that if you play Mega Man Two on difficult mode, it it is more difficult. But someone that's playing it for the first time isn't going to put it on hard mode. They're going to play on normal, and I agree with you, Bradley. On normal, that isn't that is not a tough video game. 
when I was uh, when I was playing Mega Man X on the Legacy Collection, anytime I would like die a lot of times in a row, uh, the game would be like, "Would you like to switch to rookie mode?" And I'm like, "No, mind your own fucking business." Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me play my game. I wonder what rookie. That's for what you all know. Like that's on the Legacy Collection. That's not on like the basic game. Yeah, that's um, like, it's like an easier difficulty if you're just looking to experience the story. But who's doing that? I wonder. I wonder how easy that. Yeah, I'd like to know how easy that is. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, okay, so listen, you and I have covered Mega Man X3. You and I have covered Mega Man X. I can assure all of you the day is coming, probably in like another 100 episodes, where Bradley and I will review Mega Man X2. We have to finish the trilogy at some well, point. Well, I have the Legacy Collection, so like, might as well. Yeah, we have to at some point. And X2, sure. I like X2 a lot. Uh, it's a good I've game. Never, I've never played X2. It's solid. I think it's, I, I, I am, for my money, the original Mega, the Mega Man X trilogy goes one, two, three, like in order of I, I, and we, t I took some shit for the X three review, but like it's not that it's bad, but I don't like X three as much as I like X or X two. Totally. Um, but anyway, uh, fuck yeah, Bradley. As always, thank you. I'm listen, man. I'm really sorry about the Hall of Fame, but you, you, I can't let you guys in there. I'm sorry. It's, it's um, okay. I'm, I'm actually just like finding out what your favorite games of all time are and then suggesting we do it on the podcast giving it really good reviews so that you trust my opinion <laughs> you know I'm what i want lying. i didn't even i didn't even play Mega Man x <laughs> <laughs> you know what i want i just want one person someday like your brother or somebody to just be like you know i don't even care it doesn't even make sense it doesn't even exist and the, your hall of fame is stupid like i just want one, i just want someone someday to just be like I, it sucks i don't give a fuck about you stupid hall of fame no, um, absolutely not. I require I require validation yeah. at all times. I'd See, like to be in the Hall of Fame. And I, and I appreciate that. But I like that people respect <laughs> my made-up stupid Hall of Fame. That means nothing. Um, buddy, as always, uh, great chatting with you. And uh, I have no idea what the next game you and I will cover is, but I'm 100% sure you'll be back on the show at some point. So uh, thanks, man, as always. All right, man. Thank you so much for having me on. that's going to do it for this week's episode. Bradley, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking the outstanding Mega Man X. And every single one of you geeks listening to this right now, whether this was your first Remember the Game or your 215th, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I know there's a lot of retro gaming podcasts out there, and I'm glad you took a chance on ours. If you didn't hate it, leave us a nice review. I'm not sure what those reviews do, but I assume they help other people find our show. And uh, if the good podcasts are going to ask for them, goddamned if I'm not going to. And if you're thinking, I need more of this, well, guess what? There is more. There is literally hundreds of bonus podcasts waiting for you right now for just $2 at patreon.com slash remember the game. You get two extra podcasts every week. Uh, you get Expansion Pass every Thursday, Game Patch every Friday. Game Patch, we look at all the modern gaming news. Thursday on Expansion Pass, we just talk about some random video game topic. Tomorrow's episode is Expansion Pass 129, one of my favorite episodes ever. Four of my regular guests are going to join me for a fantasy football-style draft of NES games. They each drafted a library of 10. Our patrons will vote for who drafted the best lineup, and we'll be donating $100 to the charity of the winning team drafter's choice. I think it's going to be a great episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, that's 
going to do it. I'm going to thank some Patreons and get out of here. I will be back next week with Remember the Game number 216, which, if the stars align, will feature former Remember the Game Hall of Famer Mark McHugh as we talk Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heists for the Sega Genesis because it's been a while since we talked Genesis. I promised I was going to try to talk more of those games, and God damn it, I... Well, I mean, I haven't kept my promise, but I'm going to try to start keeping my promise. Uh, I am going to thank some patrons and get out of here. Thanks a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a P.O. box. I'm on Twitch. You can find all the rest of my information at RememberTheGamePodcast.com. I got to remember to plug that. Okay. Take it easy, everybody. I will talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I churn out every week without all of their support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. And as such, I'm contractually obligated to thank them by saying their names in an incredibly quick and insincere fashion. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift Mallow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, Man, Keeks is cool. No, he's not. James Clark, King Bahamut, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Charlie Medeiros, Andrew Wright, Jordan, Fraser Burns, Lil Bunny, Fufu89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Tremblay, A Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang Darren, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Chris Coplin, Doogie, Wolf Magic21, Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan420, Zonko504, Russell Aldridge, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N. Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Beeridge, Just a Beeridge, fuck, Just a Fish, Noob Q, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Chris Dickin, Matthew D'Amico, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Austin Cook, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Ray San Juan Tonga, Zach Coiner, DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dalk, Standard Ass Brian. <laughs> That's new. Trav H, Mizuru, Nicholas Chaffee, David Marcus, Phil Lencher, Ruben Elizald, Eric James, Riley Turvey, Jake Carter, Laces Out Dan, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Munch Makuchi, Leroy Westrich, Dark Squall, Jerry the 3D Printed Sostrich, Russell's Russell, whose last name I can't remember how to say, Evolva, Sean Ramos, DB Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Brant Hewitt, Gabe, Dan Fuselman, Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, John Jameson, Wyatt the Surgeon, who's not a surgeon, Roe, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Bucky Duck, Hega Waffle, High Plains Drifter, Kach, Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Orokusaki's Gardener, Nicole Novak, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Dem Boys on the Roof, The Jamadian Nightmare, Matt Hamilton, Nomad, James Black, Jugs Bad, okay, Sam Carpenter, Nerdy Hybrid, Adam Fletcher, Colin Bollinger, Lucas, Joey Mercury, IR Jackal, Theran, Squeaknuts, Zias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Lance Jones, Brian Neese, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Musty Beetle, Big Poppy Logan, Phil Va, John M. Watkins, Beef Dingleberry, Michael Barjudina, sorry Michael, Hitchy Poo, Arctic Fission, Romaldo Marquez, Connor McCann, Bulma Simp, Mark But Not McHugh, <laughs> do too. Darren Dickey, Trevor McKee, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Zamatos, Skilleroni, Angelo Leonardo, Lugnut, Scott Weiss, Edgemeister P, Edgemaster P, it's going off the rails now. Oh my God, it froze. Bobby Litton, Roger Russell, Taylor Lynn White, Kia Pup, Knife Goes In, Guts Come Out, Works For Me, McGrath, or McGrathen, Heman Demon, James Sanabria, Derek Cox, Dakota Guy, and Alexander Camps. That was not the worst edition of shoutouts i've ever done i can live with that uh thank you all so much for the support you're the best minus one of you and you know who you are purple monkey dishwasher oh fuck i forgot to push stop